Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. Now, you might recall uh, last week I was talking about the fact that I had been doing this breakfast program for two years and I reminisced that the very first person I interviewed on breakfast was Zernka Tremper. He runs a local charity called Giza Break. It is an outdoor-based health promotion initiative that gives people a break when they need it most. And I thought, well, it was about time we caught up with him again. He joins me this morning. Good morning. I haven't got the right... I've put the wrong microphone on there. Sorry. Good morning, Terry. How are you doing? <laughs> That's better. I'm very well. Now, you can probably best encapsulate it for people what you do, but you're basically just back from a trip to the high country. Uh, don't, you have to tell us who you took, what you did. But uh, essentially, you are working with mainly young people to build resilience and to prevent mental health issues down the track. Yeah, that's right. So y- y- you got to imagine it's so that, well, I, there are quite a lot of young people who find it tricky to access mental health services um, at the time they need it, and sometimes they don't know that they need them. And so what we thought we'd do is we create a program that sort of sits between um, uh, sort of community-based stuff uh, as well uh, and, and sort of mental health clinical services, so early intervention program that makes it really easy and fun for young people to engage with. So if you imagine our forward drives that we take out for four days at a time with the groups as a Trojan horse for mental health prevention programs, then that's about right. So, so you're, you're basically, yeah, you're, you're taking them on an adventure, they're going to get that sensory experience, they're exercising, all those good things. All those good thing, things, and, and we integrate social workers and youth workers into our programs. So um, it's not that we're a crew of four-wheel drive nuts um, who uh, happen to take some young kids out. So it's but not you are that. four-wheel drive nuts. Um, well, we may become <laughs> them over time, but primarily we're people who really like to work with young people yep. and support them and help them achieve their potential. Um, and then we teach those people who have the right values and the right attitudes and the right way of uh, engaging um, how to do all the other stuff like forward driving and things like that. So it's, it's almost secondary, but of course we have to be able to do it. Going to lots of different places, the Otways, the Victorian Desert, Strathbergie, Gra- uh, Grampians, High Country, River Journeys. Must be a different experience depending on where you're going. It is. And, and actually, even if you're going to the same spot a few months apart, that will have changed. So if there's rain that's fallen, the tracks will have changed or the rivers will be higher. So crossing through the rivers will be a different challenge. Um, so every time that we go out, it's never the same, which is really good. Tell us a bit about this trip that you've just done. Who did you do it with and where did you go? Yeah, so um, uh, it's a little bit of a story to that. So we, during the floods, we volunteered. So we had a team of volunteers and three of our vehicles uh, that council gave emergency vehicle um, sort of signage um, and we could travel anywhere in the region. We delivered 2,500 kilometres of food and people and pets uh, and medicines and all of those kind of things across the whole area within a week. Uh, So we did that for two weeks, Um, first sandbagging, then medications and people and and food, um, supporting food share and um, lighthouse and point of difference studio. Um, Shout out to Betul and partners. Um, uh, And and during that time, um, we realized uh, we came across a lot of people who had lost everything, Uh, young people in particular. We knew from our work during the drought that we started off with, and the young people sometimes get forgotten because the existential um, challenge to families um, needs to be tackled first. And that's, you know, where do we have a safe roof overhead? But young people 
people's needs uh, are, are sometimes met unleft, uh, left, uh, left unattended to. And so um, what we thought at the time is, okay, well, this is what we do. We do help our young people. Why don't we set up a few flood recovery camps um, and uh, set them up so that um, we work with those who um, have experienced real big challenges during that time. Um, and so we set up two immediately um, and uh, without any funding, so it was just volunteer base and to our delight, Greater Shepherd and Foundation contact us and say, hey, we really want to support you with that. Fantastic. That was amazing. Then we set three more up and Department of Families, Fairness and Housing came to the party and supported us with those. So this one here that we just did um, was the first out of the Department of Families, Fairness and Housing camps and it focused on working mostly with adults um, who um, had been affected by the flood but also did community work during that time to sort of have a bit of a recovery time and learn more about um, disaster management, learn about mental health first aid and learn about how we work with young people so that they can then go out and support their communities better. So big shout out to Goulburn Broken Catchment Management Authority. So that's Dan Lovell who came along um, and Charles Oguntade from Goulburn Valley Health and Dollarway Consulting who came along to do the training. So that was amazing. And thanks to Greater Shepherd City, uh, City Council for supporting that initiative too. I guess it gets back to the idea that whatever we're doing, whoever we are, we also, I guess, re- need to refill our cup. We all need to recharge. And that would include you too. 100%. Uh, and I tell you, um, sometimes setting these things up is very stressful because there's lots of moving parts and there's lots of uncertainty. Um, but by the time the wheels are rolling, uh, by the time our wheels are rolling, um, all that falls away. And it's all about the young people and engagement. And this particular camp was also about us um, because we'd seen a lot over those two weeks. And so for us to be part of that mental health training was really wholesome. Um, and and uh, we talked about the impact of floods on each of us uh, and they were diverse and significant. Um, and so sharing that was really healing in so many ways for all of us, I think. I guess so. so where else would you get the space to do that? Well, I guess everyone creates or can create a space that works for them. Um, that is a space, the outdoors, and particularly some more remote outdoors, is a space that works for me personally, and it seems to work for quite a lot of other people too. So you make the point that your projects are co-designed with communities, organisations and groups. Is that really important? You're not just coming along and saying, well, this is what, this is what the community needs. Yeah, 100%. Um, so... Um, when, for example, Greater Shepherd and Secondary College asks us, hey, we've just created this new program run out of Maguire, um, uh, the old Maguire building that used to be the Invergordon program. We want people to have really, really good experience starting off in this program. Can you help us with that? Well, then we work with them and say, okay, what do you need the outcomes to be? And um, our methodology doesn't change much um, because we believe it works and it's adaptable, um, but the young people and their needs change and the goals maybe for the school change. So for in that case, we took along teachers uh, from the school, which really worked beautifully. So um, real bonding experience. Yeah, well, getting to know each other um, and accelerating that sort of relationship building. Um, you know, we think, about, uh, we think about change in sort of three steps, regulating emotions first, then the relationship building, and then reasoning. Um, and, uh, and so that, that relationship building is fundamentally important. When you think about somebody who's been through one of your programs and the sort of changes that they've undergone, what, can you give me like an example of someone, don't have to name them, but you know, they came into the program and they were like this and by the end of it they were like this. So you see a real change in a relatively short period of time. Yeah, 100%. So um, 
I, it would be lovely to have some of our volunteers talk to you about that because well, they're welcome uh, we, to come another time. We interview them. Yep. Um, so Dallas is our um, social worker, our youth worker, soon to be social worker, and she does an exit interview with everyone who comes on camp one on one. It's not published. It's for our learning and also yep. for reflective purposes. And she also does that with volunteers who come along, and so they always say, "I can't believe the change I've seen in this young person uh, over the uh, over the period." Um, if you talk to teachers at the school um, who have seen what we do, they said, I couldn't believe that four days can make such an impact. Um, and the souls. So, for example, um, Jess, I hope you don't mind if I mention you. Jess McInnes is uh, initially trained as a psychologist um, and then as a teacher uh, and works at um, the Maguire program. And she came along and, uh, and she was really enthusiastic. Um, after those two camps we did this year with them, they immediately booked us again for October because they see the value in what we do and the change it makes. Um, and then sometimes we get letters, you know, a letter from one of the participants um, dropped off on Christmas Eve um, a couple of years ago. Um, I still have that on my desk because it just gives me strength when I think, you know, are we doing the right thing here? This is the change we can that. make. Yeah, 100%. That's beautiful. And you might have seen an article in the ABC um, uh, just a few weeks ago um, in January um, that uh, looked at the journey of one of our participants over two years of, of working with him in our program um, uh, from, you know, always suspended uh, to no suspensions in the whole term uh, and a future ahead of him you know so yeah we see those changes so if people are listening and they uh, would like to talk to you about a program or maybe they know someone who can benefit from your program or maybe they want to give you money <laughs> how can people get involved Zunka? Um, well they can get involved in multiple ways we um, so there's volunteerism of course um, which is a bit tricky for us because we have to train volunteers and we prefer having a small cohort of volunteers who come again and it takes four days out of their life you know whether it's work or other things and coming once is probably not ideal because we need to make sure that they can forward drive so assessing their skills beforehand takes time and so if we'd like we'd love them to come four times a year if they could um, but that's a huge time commitment and they need to be fit enough to run up a mountain back down you know so there's big hikes built into these things so so there's a range of needs for that so but if someone says yep this is me and I've got social work or nursing or OT skills physio skills uh, and I would like to do these these things and, I've, and I can forward drive already and uh, then that would be really handy it would be great to hear from you um, is it hardcore forward driving by the way some of it is, yeah. Um, yeah so it's it's not just dirt roads, yeah. Um, so you have to have experience crossing, you know, crossing through river, rivers, um, running four wheel drive recoveries at time, uh, steep, rocky sort of tracks. So it's it's yeah, it's a little bit more changing tyres, using winches. Yeah, all of those kind of things. <laughs> you'd have to, you'd really have to know. I'd be no use. Um, yeah, um, we do train, um, yeah. of course, but um, but uh, particularly for volunteers and support that's, that they already know. Um, and uh, then of course. As donors, you know, we have a range of local business uh, businesses that support us, uh, and we really need that. So, for example, when we want to employ someone or buy a new car, just doing that out of our own pockets is really yep. tricky. So, yep. I used to give interest-free loans to the charity to do that, but you know, our pockets are finite too. So, help in that regard is amazing. And on our website, there is a section um, where you can find um, uh, links to um, res- registration forms for volunteers, uh, but also donation forms. And, of course, uh, to get in touch if, if you're a school or a, or a group that wants to book you for a camp. Yeah. And I guess the best way is your website. So that's Giz a Break. That's G-I-Z. So just Google it, Giz a Break. 
and you can find out all the information there. Well, fantastic to catch up with you again and to hear what you've been doing. Please uh, keep us up to date. Don't don't uh, wait two years to come back and see us again. <laughs> thank, you, thank you so much for inviting me to come back. It's, uh, I love being here. Thanks, Terry. And you've got another camp coming up shortly? Yeah, we are fully booked for the year. Yeah. Really? Yeah, we're fully booked for the year and, and some beyond, so that's well, really exciting. I think that's a testament to the great work you're doing yeah, in our community. Thank Thanks you. for being there. Thanks for making our community better. Thank you. We've been speaking to Zernke Tremper from Giza Break. Country roads are abundant with wildlife, including kangaroos, wallabies, deer and wombats. Colliding with any of these animals can cause serious damage and or injury. These animals are most active during dawn and dusk, so if possible, try to avoid driving at these times. If a collision with wildlife is unavoidable, maintain control of your vehicle and avoid swerving as this could result in losing control. Apply the brakes firmly and remain in your lane. This message proudly brought to you by RoadSafe Goulburn Valley. Station sponsor. You know the garden could do with a makeover, so what are you waiting for? Cleves Garden Supplies have got everything you need to get the job done and they're open seven days a week. Coloured mulches, decorative pebbles, river stones, crushed rocks, sands, gravel, sleepers, topsoils, pavers, you name it, they've got it. They'll deliver small loads and big loads straight to your door. Drop in and see them at 20 Wanganui Road, Shepparton or give them a call. 58212 That's 58212 1FM sponsor. When you face an urban grass fire, exactly where you live is an important factor. If your home is within two streets of the grass, walk at least two streets back. If you already live two streets away, just stay inside and close your windows. Whatever you do, do not drive. The smoke is blinding and you can block roads for emergency vehicles. Simply check the Vic Emergency app for warnings. How well do you know fire? Plan. Act. Survive. Go to emergency.vic.gov.au. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. Station sponsor. Sometimes life stresses can build up and leave us overwhelmed. If you've been finding it hard lately, there is support available near you. New Access by Beyond Blue is a free, confidential mental health coaching program designed to help get you back to feeling like yourself. With no doctor's referral required, it's easy to access. And with coaches local to your community, you know you'll be talking to someone who understands. For more information, search Beyond Blue New Access. 1FM sponsor. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.